What is up, everybody? This is your host, Rob Eastman, the Tattooed Life Coach. Man, oh man, I'm just going to do a little year in review on uh, 2020. Some of the things I learned, um, some things I overcame, and uh, share a little bit about about my thoughts. Um, first off, I'd like to thank all of you who listened to the podcast faithfully um we had over 20,000 downloads um last year on 28 episodes and uh that's pretty big for for our little little podcast we're in we're, we're all around the world but um for no advertisement and everything else it's a pretty dang good and I'm I'm proud of it and uh again I appreciate you guys I want to thank the people that showed up for us, our sponsors, plates and pallets, uh, you guys are amazing. I really appreciate that. Um, and, uh, man, I don't even know where to start on 2020. Um, that was a tough year. Um, I think it started off okay, and then uh, COVID hit. Um, I lost a, a really good friend. Um who was dealing with some mental health issues and uh, and uh, moved back to Alaska. And he had just started experiencing some schizophrenic uh, episodes and, and hearing voices and things and was getting help and uh, wandered on to a military uh, base in, in Alaska and ended up getting shot. And, you know, I, I understand... The fear, if you don't understand what, what schizophrenia looks like or someone in psychosis or dealing with some of these mental health issues, that it might be scary, but that's, that's the problem is these topics of mental health, that's why I do this podcast too, is, is they shouldn't be taboo anymore. We need to talk about these things. We need to, we need to talk about what's happening inside of our own homes and share it with the neighbors and, and so we can stop burying the young and, uh, Wanted to let Jason, his name is Jason Vinberg. He's a very close friend of mine. Um, spent a lot of time with him over the last few years, and and uh, he'll be missed greatly. And uh, I know a lot of our friends miss him, and, and definitely uh, Becky, love you guys. Um, I'm always here for you. That was uh, something I feel like every time I let somebody in, you know, a new friend or, or whatever, I feel like they just in my line of work where I'm dealing with mental health and addiction and things like that, um, I experience a, a, a lot of death. And uh, so I've, <clears throat> I've learned to be not, not shut off to uh, friendships, but... Um, it's rare that that I meet somebody and and really let them in to my home to um, my inner my inner circle, if you will, and and I definitely let him in, and um, he'll be forever missed. He is a tattoo on my body now. There's a few people who have made it there, and uh, another one, um, one of my wrestlers. Um, he was a Graduated from Bountiful High. He was on a LDS mission. 
um, Kay Bergson and uh, ended up getting hit on a hit and run and uh, passing away and I woke up at man I don't know four o'clock kind of woke up out of bed and and looked at my phone and there was a message from a number I didn't know and it just it just said that uh, it was his aunt mentioning that his his mother or family would like me to be at the at the service and and that was the first I heard of it and um, that family had lost a son a year earlier to suicide so in order to lose two kids inside of a couple of years I just I, sometimes it makes me question this whole this whole program of life and and why some people are dealt such tough things and others uh, kind of get through I know everybody deals with some stuff but as I'm going through this and, and trying to replay this 2020 in my head, um, I just don't know what else to say on that. You know, McKay was a good kid. He, he talked to me a lot and would reach out after high school. And he really loved wrestling and wanted to continue on, so I introduced him to jiu-jitsu and, and uh, a gym to go train at. And, and he ended up falling in love with that and, and uh, ended up serving the mission and, and losing his life on that mission. And during one of the talks... His mom said that if if McKay ever had ever got a tattoo, he said that he would get one word, and that word was rise, because he believed that anybody could rise to any occasion. And uh, so now McKay is tattooed on my right shin, in the word rise. Um, all these people that I come encounter with, and and they leave a piece of them with me, and uh, they will never be forgotten. Um, and then a few short months after that, one of my wrestlers um, ended up committing suicide. And uh, he was a 16-year-old kid, somebody I'd spent quite a bit of time with um, through three years of wrestling and going out horseback riding. And, and uh, his dad was on one of my podcasts about uh, teen suicide. And these things are just, you know, there's society, social media um, lack of understanding of mental health, you know, it's nobody's fault. It's just everybody's fault in the same sense, you know. It's just one of those things we we have got to, as a people, quit worrying about the politics. Ultimately, they raise taxes. Guess what? You're going to pay them. Everybody's spending so much time wasting energy on this deal. Go out and vote. You can be a bigger influence in your own community if you got out and did something and got off of Facebook and quit being a political ninja on the keyboard and uh, actually made some moves in your own community. And because uh, me, for one, and I see just how dark life can get. And uh, when I go to a funeral of a 17 year old kid, um, there's not much to say to that. For I know what it feels like. I wanted to end my life from the age of about uh, nine, ten. And I felt suicidal up until the age of about 31. Um, I know how it feels to be alone. I know how it feels to be in a room full of people and feel absolutely alone. Um, I know how to feel unloved, unworthy. Um, and unfortunately, I learned a lot of that at church. Um, and I'm not blaming the LDS church or any other church. I just felt like um, what is spoke about and what fake standards people keep and pretend to be that they're not and 
and as a youth you see that and uh and it makes it really hard and you feel less than and uh unfortunately a lot of times now kids are ended up taking their life and this one will be forever burned into my soul as well brock Donowski, i love you brother and uh i will see you again for sure i know that in my heart and uh I hope my friends up there in heaven are taking good care of you. Um, Josh and Angie, I love you guys. Um, hope everything is going okay. I know it will never be the same, um, but we love you. Life will never be the same for these families, um, for anybody touched by them. Um, again, all of these things are what, what fuel me to to keep going and share my fails and by no means am I even remotely close to perfect but I uh, try really hard to understand my mental health to lead by example to not be ashamed of sharing my fears and my fails um, I've ultimately designed my entire life around my fails and uh, I don't plan on changing that up anytime soon um, another part of that is, is, is sharing the success on that so thinking through all of that, you know, we lost a couple family friends and COVID being shut down and, um, you know, COVID was a blessing for me. Uh, I had gotten so into everybody else's life that, um, I'd let my health go a little bit. I'd gotten real close to 200 pounds. I'm five, eight, um, coming in to be 42 years old. I'm almost 43 now. And COVID forced me to shut down, and uh, I took that opportunity not to get down, but to get up, and uh, got back in shape, and, and feeling better than I have in my entire life, and and in that, I talked to a lot about it being collateral beauty, is, is rather than worrying about what I didn't have, I thought about what I did, and I still have my health, and I still have the ability to be an example to my daughter, to my girlfriend, to whoever, uh, my family members, um... I was never really good at school or that nine to five job, but uh, I've always been good at, at pushing and doing hard things. Um, and that's really what this what this podcast was designed around is is one I wanted I wanted my daughter to have a journal of who and what her father is. You know, you never know when your time is to go. And just this year, my family, you know, a, a couple of us were like, man, we I wish we had some audio of our dad's. My dad passed away 11 years ago, and we don't have any recordings of his voice. We don't have, we have a couple of videos from way back when, but, you know, growing up in the 80s, it was those terrible camcorders, and and uh, not like we do now, so I felt that it was super important that my daughter knows who and what I am, what I stand for, what I want her to be. I want her to know true love, self-love, never depend on a man so that she can be she can be safe wherever she is and, and, and love herself and not be dependent on somebody else to, to tell her her worth. That's a super important for me and all women, all males as well. I just have a daughter, but I, I would, I teach the same thing to my wrestlers or any, any young man that, you know, the guy looking back in the mirror is the most important. It's, uh, if you can't appreciate yourself, the good and the bad, um, you're going to suck the life out of those around you. You know, it's uh, like having a cup 
with a hole in the bottom of it and expecting the cup to be full all the time due to people telling you how beautiful you are or that you're great or, or dealing with your drama and eventually that wears other people out and they'll end up leaving and uh, I've lived that and I've lived with that um, and uh, that's a tough place to be and I don't want any of our youth or adults you know we talked about trauma we talked about COVID we talked about isolation we talked about mental health we talked about addiction we talked about suicide and the list goes on and on about people overcoming and doing hard things and uh, I don't care who and what you are what color you are how much money you make uh, life does not discriminate it's going to find a way to get in it's going to find a way to challenge you and I hope over this time that you guys have found some peace or some answers in my words or the words of my people on my show. Um, you know, I've, I've spent a lot of time and a lot of hours putting into this deal on top of, you know, I run a gym or I own a gym, um, run a nonprofit. I'm a youth mentor. I'm a life coach. Um, I'm a coach at high school. I'm a coach at junior high. Um, and I work with a lot of people, and I'm also a motivational speaker, a leadership speaker. And so finding time to do this, um, the podcast portion is just, you know, it, it, it's just been more of a, something I needed to do for for my family members and that something I can leave with them for forever. And uh, I found that important. A lot of the things with COVID has been, not worrying about what I don't have, but being appreciative of what I do. And some of those other things are, I have an amazing daughter who has transitioned into becoming a young lady. And, um, the way we used to interact has changed and we found new ways to, to get along. And, you know, we started dirt biking together and I've been on a couple trips together and, um, watching her be a few years away from dating and, and rather than worrying about that, like I can protect her forever, I've really been trying to prepare her for those worst case scenarios and and understanding uh, situations. And hopefully, she'll be smart enough and have enough self love at that point that she will not be able to be manipulated or taken in. And we all know that <laughs> you're going to get into some situations being a teenager, but um, hopefully, she can find her way out. And what an amazing family I have, you know, um, if you listen to my brother's podcast, you know, we had a, a long, you know, we got along, but there was a long list of resentments and, uh, it just wasn't the same through my addiction and my dad passing. And, and it had been probably seven or eight years that we were just kind of walking on eggshells and we had to come apart in, uh, in Nepal after he almost lost his life on the way up to to Mount Everest um, and it's these things that he carried you know these resentments of me taking time away from him and my dad's gone now so he'll never get that time back and these things that I never knew never even thought about but that needed to be talked about and, and since then we've had probably the best relationship I've ever had with him um, in 43 years and uh, I look forward to the time with him I love being an uncle to his kids he has an amazing wife, um, you know, my siblings, everybody's going through things and, uh, it's, 
for me, it's really hard to sit back and watch other people struggle because I know what that's like and I know how to get out of it. But back to the philosophy of you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. I think that's one of the hardest things. That's one thing God is teaching me is patience and and free agency is people have their own choice and they learn on their own time and it's it's God's will, not ours. And if you don't believe in God, it's all the same. Energy, you know, things happen when they're supposed to happen. And uh, when I changed my mindset over to things aren't happening to me, they're happening for me, um, my life really changed. So there's not much that comes my way that I, that I worry too much about. Um, I look for the lesson in the bad stuff. And I appreciate and try and stay humble on the good. You know, um, <clears throat> being able to spend time with my girlfriend. Um, she's been amazing and taught me a whole lot of new things about love and appreciation. Um, it's just things that, you know, you never think. After, you know, I've been divorced three times and, and, uh, I learned something in each one too while I was an addict and and one out and you know I have my issues in all of that and they have theirs and and uh, I try not to point fingers and I try to make up for those fails um, I just had a a memory come over on Facebook actually yesterday and it was a picture of my, or it was a video of my daughter, and she was laughing and playing and kind of hamming it up for the video. And and my ex-wife, her voice is on there, and she's talking to her daughter, and I just all of a sudden had this, the the kind of the tone in her voice, and and uh, I remember it like I zoomed back to that time. My daughter was like a year old, and that is right when we got divorced. She had just you know given birth a year before. We were married in the temple. Um, I had promised all of these things about being a husband and taking care of the family and, and I could only imagine what she must have felt like watching somebody she loved ultimately commit suicide through addiction, blow everything up, leaving the family and uh, being scared at young 20s raising a newborn all by herself and uh even 11 years, this is, Sophie's about to turn 12, and this was when she was one, and even 11 years later, you know, it's, I have an amazing relationship with her, with my uh, daughter's mother, and to feel that empathy and understanding, I don't hesitate on apologizing, I don't, I want her to know what I can imagine what she went through and that I'm truly sorry about those things. I don't want anybody to feel or be hurt by me because of the things I've done or whatever. I try not to be malicious. I try, um, you know, I always tell people all the time, life's, life's, life's hard enough. Nobody needs to get in on that, on that punishment. Um, bullying, right? I got bullied a lot when I was growing up and so I know how that feels. And I don't want to be the bully. And I know I'm imperfect. And there's a lot of times that when I get my feelings hurt, I'll act out of like I'm protecting myself and say some things I don't mean. But in that relationship with my with Angie, who is Sophie's mother, um, 
I try and remember just that, that she is the mother of my daughter and, and she deserves the respect. And we have, like I said, we have an amazing relationship and that's been one of the biggest blessings, um, ever. And also her husband, um, Levi is, you know, to have a co-parenting relationship with them that we do is, uh, <laughs> that man, I, I think a lot of people are jealous of that and they should be because it, it, everybody can have what we have. So they have a, we have a podcast that we did about co-parenting on there. So if you guys are struggling with your exes, uh, listen to that see, hopefully something can help you out. Um, met a lot of new people. It's been cool to, to have that time to see people's inner workings and, and what gets them down and what gets them up and help them face some fears through, through my gym and doing fitness stuff and doing different challenges. And, and, uh, man, I just feel blessed, you know, with all the bad stuff going on in the world, I just feel blessed. I don't know. It's been an amazing year. So grateful. Um, I've had the opportunity to be on a lot of awesome other podcasts. Um, ended up becoming really good friends with uh, with a guy, Casey Scott. Um, news guy in Utah was. And now he has a big podcast. And um, it's been a blessing to be able to get to know him and help him through his time. And we, we started training a little bit in COVID. And, and it was really fun to... To, to meet these men and who are on the same path and doing the, doing the deal and, and really looking for more, not getting comfortable in the sobriety, but getting confident in the work that's being done. Um, you know, being able to get in front of people speaking, it's just all been, man, aside from losing those three young men, to mental health and clearly if you get caught in a hit and run whoever hit him and ran has got to have some mental health or some addiction issues because uh, when you're thinking straight that would never have happened um, but my love and compassion goes out to all, the, all those families <clears throat> so ultimately I think uh, for me 2020 was a was a good year um I said except for those lost but for for the Eastman family for Eastman Fitness and Wellness for Eastman Family Recovery Foundation uh, we ended up helping a lot of people and uh, I think ultimately have had a a positive uh, year and learned probably more in this year about myself and the people I'm surrounded by than I ever have it, it forced me to open my eyes it forced me to check those around me and it forced me to level up and decide was I going to lay down and let this thing win was I going to get all up in my head and get depressed or was I going to utilize the downtime to make myself better and uh, I feel like that's what I did so as we move forward there's uh, some big things coming down the pipeline I can't wait to share them I'm not going to share them right now currently in wrestling season so I'm around teenage boys and girls all day I love my wrestling family. I appreciate my coaches, Sonny Mason, Dustin Lawrence, and Greg Gillen. Man, you guys have, have been a true blessing to me, and I, and I love spending time with you guys and, and all my boys. Uh, so awesome. 
some meeting some amazing young men and women who are out doing the same thing, learning what I learned at 31 and they're learning it at 15. They're becoming advocates in their own voice and their own uh, groups of people. And it, it's just so amazing to watch that. So one thing I want to put out there is, is I hope all of you take the time to spend time with your family, get off your phones Get that quality time. Each individual kid, nieces, nephews, sisters, brothers, parents, aunts and uncles. Uh, but you just simple reach out and let them know that they're loved and that you're thinking about them. Um, it's been really important to me. And, uh, man, humbled and blessed. So, again, thank you guys. Um, this has been a wild, wild journey for me. And I can't think of a better way to end it. I always ask everybody else, you know, my podcast is called Stand and Fight. And it's named after a tattoo that I have on my arm of an old saying. It says it's better to stand and fight. If you run, you will only die tired. Um, Anybody that knows me knows that I'm that warrior mentality. And uh, I laid down and uh, I ran my entire life. And I got sick of running about 11 years ago and uh, I don't plan on laying down ever again I don't plan on running ever again I'm here to stay and fight and what that means to me is uh, now I'm in a place where I can control well I can better handle anything that comes my way I want to be out there helping others learn how to stand and fight on their own so if you or anybody you know is struggling feel free to reach out you can reach me on Instagram at tattooed life coach and the number 8 you can reach me at www.tattooedlifecoach.com. You can find me on Facebook at Rob Eastman. And everything else is on those three locations. Um, if you have a family member struggling, don't wait. Don't people please. Don't try and not rock the boat. Like this is their health. This is their livelihood. This is their, you know, you could be burying them tomorrow. I'd rather have my friends or families pissed off at me because I got them into rehab or I got them into the psych ward or whatever it is get them the help they need and because uh, I don't want to bury any more people been to way too many fun- funerals and uh, I want to dedicate this to my mom I love her more than anything I know I put her through hell Claudette Eastman um, you're my hero and I uh, I really love you and I appreciate everything you've done for me and do for me I um, hope I, uh, I'm making up for all those years of the hell I put you, you and dad through. So you and dad, I'm working hard every day to be an example for both of you and, and uh, live the way you taught me how. So love you guys. Sophie, I love you. Lacey, siblings, Drew, Aaron, Megan, Danielle, um, all my nieces and nephews. You guys are amazing. I love you. And this is the first podcast of 2021 by myself. And I think this year I'm going to do some short thoughts as they come up. And uh, I'm going to actually share a parable with you that I'm reading in a book right now because it it made a lot of sense to me and it's super simple and it has to do with uh, not getting stressed out over things that haven't happened yet or that are happening and you have no control over. So hold on, I'm going to read that to you.
All right. So this is from a book. I'm doing the 75 hard challenge right now with a bunch of people, maybe about, I don't know, 50 or 60 of us. And part of the deal is reading 10 pages a day. I don't think I've ever read a book in my entire life. And uh, it has forced me to stop listening and start reading. And there's something magical about flipping the page and, and getting into a book. So the book I'm reading is called Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. It would be amazing if I could get Jay Shetty on the show. I need to reach out. And uh, if you hear this, I want you on. That would be amazing. But Think Like a Monk. And in there it says, there is an old Taoist parable about a farmer whose horse ran away. How unlucky, his brother tells him. The farmer shrugs. Good thing, bad thing, who knows, he says. A week later, the wayward horse finds its way home, and with it, a beautiful wild mare. That's amazing, his brother says, admiring the new horse with no small envy. Again, the farmer, unmoved. Good thing, bad thing, who knows, he says. A few days later, the farmer's son climbs up on the mare, hoping to tame the wild beast. But the son gets bucked off the horse and breaks his arm. The brother says, how unlucky farmer says good thing bad thing who knows the next day the village men are called into battle and because the son's arm is broken he is excused from the battle good thing bad thing who knows and the moral of the story is we never know what's going to happen all we know is what we can deal with in the moment we got to stop running from different situations or feeling sorry for ourselves, because no matter what happens, we have to deal with it. So I challenge you to stand up and fight. Hopefully this helps you guys reach out. If you need anything, please share this podcast with your friends and family. Love you guys. And welcome to 2021.